Hey everybody, a welcome. I'm here today with Don Tennyson and nobody's a stranger to Don anymore if you've watched any of our content. Don has always been so gracious enough to come on and impart his wisdom. And Don is one of the instructors with the, the Ninja Selling System and the Ninja Selling Installation. We've had him up to Calgary many times. And the, the Ninja System, man, Don, you guys just you, first of all, with, with COVID happening, uh, the coronavirus, uh, the, um, the changes, the, 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 this place we're in with, uh, you know, the, the social distancing and physical distancing, and uh, it's created such an interesting time. And I got to give a big shout out to uh, the Ninja team because yourself, uh, Peter Parnick, Don, you guys have done such an amazing job of helping us educate. So first of all, a sincere thank you for the, for the information you guys have put out so far. Yeah, uh, Lindsay, it's a pleasure, and it's always great to visit with you guys. Awesome. So today I reached out to Don because I, you know, a lot of our realtors were, and a lot of people overall, it's like, well, it's it's, it's interesting times. You know, there's a lot of stakes are high. There's a lot of emotion out there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you guys talk about, and, and I, I, we were just chatting about before this meeting, is that this ninja system designed to work in any marketplace. Well, this is, this is, you know, to use the the key, the, the coined word here, unprecedented. This is an unprecedented marketplace and a difficult time for everybody. There's a lot of fear out there. Um, there's, I've seen, you know, different, I've seen compassion. I've seen more love and support. I've seen shaming. I've seen, um, you know, really uh, hateful things posted on social media, conspiracy theories. Like this is just bringing out a little bit of everything and everybody here. So one of the things that we want to talk about today was you're going to reach out to clients. We're working the ninja system. Um, what do you say to people? But Don, first of all, uh, before we get into that, tell us about this ninja system designed to be working in any market. How is it possible that a system can work in a boom marketplace uh, and uh, you know, a bull market and then suddenly also work in the times that we're in? Right. Well, you know, Lindsay, the, um, I think the real answer to that is that the, the ninja system is, is really a function of relationships, not a function of transactions. We think the real estate transactions are the end result of a great uh, relationship and staying in touch with people. So we get into, into these kind of times right now where people are scared and they're fearful and uh, they uh, don't know what's going to happen in the future. So it's a great opportunity for realtors to, to be that calming influence with your clients and with your people. And uh, the best way to do that is to, in fact, not talk about uh, real estate, at least directly, unless they ask. And it really follows into the ninja system that we, um, we build relationships first, and then the real estate stuff is kind of a natural consequence of having a great relationship and, and being someone's source of, of real estate information. So, you know, uh, at, in, in these kinds of times, we, uh, we want to find out how people are doing. Is your family safe? Are, are you guys feeling okay? You know, uh, tell me about things at work. Um, you know, those kinds of questions are uh, natural things that we talk to friends and family members about. We're just suggesting let's do that with our clients too because uh, that's what they're interested in talking about. And it, it, it gets back to that old deal of it's not about us, it's about them. And if we, if we can focus on them, uh, then they'll come toward us, which is, uh, is really what we want. We want to attract people into our lives, uh, not uh, push people away, which is what salespeople tend to do. Yeah. 
Oh man, that's, that's so great. And the thing that I love about it is, you know, everyone's asking, you know, obviously people are concerned about transactions, you know, income might be changed and, and this is a temporary thing that will pass and we should be positioning ourselves obviously to take advantage of any sort of rebound, any sort of pent up demand. There's no question the economy will take time to recover. Uh, we all need to be aware of that, but uh, there will be some pent up demand that's there. But what I love about what you just said is that very authentically realtors can be reaching out um, not with, you know, the end result in mind. They don't have like a, a you know, it's like, oh, well, I hope I'm doing this because you're going to do a transaction after this. I'm doing this because I'm genuine. And just through the law of the universe, you know, the law of um, reciprocity and, and, you know, and all the things they talk about in the go-giver, uh, this is going to come back. And, and that's sort of the ninja path is if you just make it about them, focus on them, then it does come back. And I think that's, I think that's a, the, the best way to operate your real estate business. You know, uh, Lindsay, in, in a perfect world, isn't that what we should be doing anyway? I mean, well, why do we need to have a crisis, uh, uh, you know, to focus on people's families and how they're doing and how they're uh, feeling? But uh, so, yeah, I, th I think it works. Uh, these concepts work in any uh, market condition, but now more than ever. And just one, one thought about, you know, realtors being nervous uh, right now. And, and that is, how about this as a possibility? Maybe a different way to think about it. And that is, we're going to have limited time. Once this rebound occurs, this pent-up demand you talked about, we think that's real. Uh, but realtors, because of the way we're compensated, we're not compensated based on our time. We're compensated based on results. So we could still make 12 months of income, even though we only have maybe nine or nine and a half months to do it. Uh, there's no reason we have to adjust our income expectations necessarily, uh, because if we do the right stuff now, you know, the pause button has been put on, but the play button is going to be turned back on here one of these days. And the question is, are we ready? Are we going to be ready for that rebound, that pent up demand? And, uh, that's, that's the thing we're encouraging right now is to spend this time to be prepared for, uh, when things start up again. Oh, amazing, Don. Um, I love that so much. Um, okay. Let's jump into it. Let's let's talk about because uh, because now I mean now it's time to implement. They, the rubber's got to hit the road here. But people are nervous. It's like I don't want to seem like an ambulance chaser reaching out to somebody. And I think that's sort of the the mentality that people have a little bit here. So I want to we want to talk about three different scenarios. We want to talk about. Um, obviously customer service calls the people you might be working with right away um, immediately. And that may have come to a halt. It may not have, but obviously the, the situation has changed regardless. We want to talk about uh, live interviews, live Ford calls that you're doing and, and, and just, you know, you're just reaching out generally to your database, just those uh, 10 calls that you're doing five days a week. They're making your 50 contacts. And then I, we want to talk about real estate reviews, which I think are just uh, a bit of a secret weapon right now. Um, I think people can really be taking advantage of it just because of the uncertainty that's out there and the ninjas, you know, providing clarity is, is so, uh, so such an awesome thing that you guys do. Um, let's, let's start off with, so take us through the, the people that someone's working with already. I have a series of clients and the rug got pulled out from underneath them or they're not sure what to do. And, and now I'm going to call out to a buyer or a seller. And how should I approach that? Sure. Well, you know, I think, Lindsay, one of the things that happens in a time like this is we, we tend to get nervous about timing. And uh, our suggestion would be, number one, with people we're working with right now, maybe there's a transaction that 
has the potential to go through. Maybe it's a, 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 a possible listing, a buyer that we've been uh, working with. We think it's pretty important to take timing off the table right now with that buyer. You know, you know, uh, uh, you talk about this all the time in your stuff, and that is, uh, it's a good idea for realtors never to be more motivated than their clients. Uh, and the realtors are, it, 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 it gets a little funky uh, in those kinds of situations. And so uh, one of the things that we're doing right now is saying, you know what, uh, let's, let's talk about what, if the world were perfect, what would the ideal timing on this transaction be for you? Would you be more comfortable to go to the sidelines for a little while? Would you be more comfortable moving ahead? Uh, what would work out best for you if this thing could just be ideal for your situation? And that takes the pressure off. And uh, then, see, it's, it's not about a, a transaction or not a transaction. It's about, is the transaction now or is it later? Uh, and so I think we have to have to have the confidence uh, that we take timing off the table and uh, put it put it in their uh, put it in their lap and let's let's make sure uh, that we're doing things uh, along the line of what our clients want. Uh, nothing worse than a buyer or a seller feeling pressured to move forward when they're uncomfortable. I love that. I love that a lot. And and that can be yeah. I mean, you said it <laughs> that concept of you know are you more motivated than your clients? I think that is something that people can um, smell, they can feel that vibe that's, that's being put out there. And, and it, you, like I said, I love, I love you said, you know, it's funky. It creates like a funky situation because that's exactly what it is, that uncomfortableness. And, and you just, it's like the, the pressure that they felt because some people, even clients feel a sense of obligation. It's like, wow, you know, this realtor might be relying upon this. And then when they say, you know, I'm so, so sorry, Lindsay, I'm not moving. You know, we're just, we're just don't know what to do here. And if they feel like that's going to rip your guts out or like rip your heart out, then, you know, you've put a lot of pressure on them. And I think that releases the air out of the balloon for them and takes a whole bunch of stress out of the situation. Yeah. You know, uh, one, of, one of the things we like to tell people is we'll be here when you're ready. So we'll just stay in touch. Uh, now, what we're not going to do is then give ourselves permission to just wait for that buyer or that seller to call us. Uh, when they're ready to come off the sidelines, uh, that really uh, reinforces the concept of having a hot list. These are people that are going to be doing business with us generally in the next 90 to 120 days. Uh, we think in this environment, those people where the, the transaction is going to be, you know, temporarily uh, put on hold, man, uh, this, is, this is the time uh, uh, to have that hot list so that maybe even on a weekly basis, we're in touch with those people because uh, things are changing quickly and we don't want that mindset that says when they need me, they'll call me. Yeah, uh, totally. Won't, so. Ah, that's great. Now, now let's, let's dig a bit, just one more layer deeper into that. So we talked about uh, eliminating the timeline saying, you know, in a perfect world, when was it the right time for you guys? How do you, how do you answer the question? Uh, is now a good time to, is now a good time to list is now a good time to, to buy like that, those are those are two of the questions it's like is is anybody going to buy my house or is anybody going to go through are the people going to go through going to get me sick I, I mean really I mean there's there's those questions as well how, how are how are we handling those calls right well one thing to always remember and we'll talk a little bit more about this when we when we visit about real estate reviews uh, one thing to remember is uh, there's always a market uh, and uh, we're going to give you some ideas about how to remind 
buyers and sellers that there's always uh, a market out there. The market never completely shuts down. So we'll talk about that in just uh, in just a minute. But right. I think uh, good ninjas, uh, what they've learned is when a buyer or seller asks you a question, best thing to do, just ask another question and just say, well, you know, uh, there's a number of different ways we could take a look at this as far as people coming into your house and and is this a good time to list and, you know, buyers and so forth. And one thing I think we could do is take people into a best case, worst case scenario and say, okay, hey, if you decided to put your house on the market right now, what's the best case scenario for you? What could you envision that would be the best thing that could possibly happen? What's the worst thing that could uh, possibly happen? What's kind of a middle ground of what's likely to happen? And can we live with those, uh, with those situations? And uh, we really think it's important, while we're the trusted advisors, let's do our best to get maybe out of that place where we're having recommendations or making an, uh, giving advice and instead just asking great questions. And people will lead themselves to their own answer if we just ask the right questions. I love it. I love it. And I just to share with the audience, anytime we have Don in and he's talking to our management group and he's uh, coaching us and giving us any sort of advice. Um, it, he really doesn't ever give us advice. He just sort of asks more questions and it's like, and, and naturally we come to a solution, but uh, um, I can't ever say, don't know if Don has ever given, given me advice. It's always like, well, Lindsay, you know, what about this? <laughs> and sort of presents it. So I love that. I absolutely love that. And it works so well because you feel like, you don't feel pressured. You feel like you've listened. It feels like a consultant. You feel like that trusted advisor. And that's, um, and that's exactly what we want. Um, okay, let's switch gears. And now this person is not currently looking to buy or sell. It's just, it's just the people in your database. It's just the people who you've naturally you know, kept in touch with. Uh, the 150 people we know or the 200 or the 300, depending on how big your database is. Um, and, 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 you know, this is also a good opportunity because many people may not have been as diligent as, you know, keeping in touch with their database, but boy, what a great time. I mean, everybody is going like the, the, it's open for business. So yeah, love that. Uh, along that line, uh, I talked to a good friend of mine who's a realtor down in um, Stewart, Florida, uh, on the East coast of Florida, small uh, uh, boutique type real estate company. And uh, this, this guy is a, he's a fairly good producer and he, he's always been really good on the phone. He says, uh, I consider it to be a good week. If I can get about 50% of the people I call to answer my call, I feel like I've had a good week. He says, now, I just talked to him last week. He says, in the last three weeks, those numbers are more like 75 to 80%. Uh, he says, literally, everyone's picking up their phone. And if they're not picking up the phone, they're calling me right back. Uh, because uh, people, they need someone to talk to. They'd love to visit. They'd love to catch up. It's, I mean, it is, uh, it is like the, uh, the best possible scenario we could ask for if we want to re-engage with people. Yeah. We don't even have to have a reason to call. Uh, this is the time to reconnect with people that maybe we haven't been in touch with for a while. No question. Oh, that's brilliant. That's so true. I meant, I meant, I said open for business previously. I meant to say it's open season because everyone's at home and isolated. Uh, uh, okay, so so given that we don't know this person's situation, we may not know them well enough to know that they have someone who's immune compromised, maybe sick, or maybe they're just sick of it all and ready to get back out there. I mean, who knows? Um, tell us a little bit of how we approach that. Well, uh, Lindsay, we got we have three favorite questions from right now, 
and you could potentially add a fourth that is sort of there all the time. But here, here are three favorite questions, and it won't surprise you uh, that um, we're going to go to four family, occupation, recreation, dreams, because that's what people like to talk about. And it's, it's all about them. It's not about us. So uh, that, that works good. All right. So right now, uh, here's, uh, here's uh, sort of a, it's sort of a family uh, question. It's, uh, it's, it's not how are you doing? It's how are you feeling? Uh, like because it. a lot of pent up stuff going on right now. There's a lot of emotion. People have some fear, you know, in their lives. They're concerned. They're worried. They may be worried about their kids or their, you know, their parents who may, you know, not be, uh, you know, elderly or not healthy or, you know, whatever it might be. So how are you feeling really will bring out some stuff. And uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a question that there's, there's some vulnerability there. Uh, and, but I think it's okay right now because uh, people want to talk about it. And they would like you to know about their situation where in a, in a more normal kind of environment, uh, people would just pass, right, they'd just pass over that. Hey, we're fine. It's no problem. Everybody's yeah. doing that's not the way it is right now. Uh, everybody kind of wants to talk about their situation. So how are you feeling is a pretty good way to start the conversation. Oh, that's great. Second one, uh, second question we really like is uh, fits into a recreation or fun question. And that it's this, hey, you guys are at home, your kids are at home, whatever the situation. What are you guys doing for fun right now uh, to cope with this situation? What are you doing at home to pass the time? Hey, give me some ideas. And uh, People have come up with the most amazing and creative stuff, and uh, this is the time to let them talk and tell them what fun things they're doing with their family. And uh, that that kind of a question uh, really will engage people. We think that's a good one. I love that. I love that. And uh, one other one that is a dreams type question, and it's this one. Hey, when this thing is over, what's the first thing you're going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do? And we've gotten all kinds of amazing responses. People, well, the first thing I'm going to do is uh, we're going to have a big party in our neighborhood. Yeah. Or the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go out to dinner. Or the first thing we're going to do is uh, get online and you know plan a trip someplace because uh, two two vacations got canceled as a result of uh, of this. So you know uh, I, I think it allows people to dream. Uh, dream type questions always tend to create hope. And I think people could use a little hope right now uh, to talk about what they're going to do when uh, whatever level of normalcy returns, however that happens, uh, we think uh, that's kind of a fun question to have. And I love those so much because, you know, even as you're saying them, <laughs> it's, 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 it's tough as it, at doing an interview sometimes, being an interviewer, because you want to inject your own stuff. You're like, what are you guys doing for fun, right? Oh, we got this great game that we're playing with our dog. Or, and it's like, what do you guys want to do for, oh, well, the second that we're done, you know, this is all over, we're going to do this. And I want to answer those questions so bad. So, I mean, I can totally see how it gets people talking. And, and, that's, what, and that's what people need right now. You know, that's what people need is that connection. Um, so Don and all of that, um, well, well, where's, you know, but what about real estate, right? Like what about the transaction? Right. Do you think, you know, uh, Lindsay, I'll ask you a question. Do you think people right now, especially if they own a home, do you think there is some desire to, to know, or they're curious about what's happening in the real estate market as a result of the last three or four weeks? Do you think people are curious about it? <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is that, uh, um, 
we always say that you know, that's the number one question people ask, period, in, in any right. times, let alone, you know, these times where the economy seems to have ground to a halt. So, I mean, of course, yes, there is. Yeah. So uh, here's, here's the suggestion. Uh, we, we think, uh, as, you, as you hinted a little, bit, a little bit ago, we think the real estate reviews are a fabulous way to inject real estate into the conversation because people are nervous. They're wondering, hey, is this thing going to cause my property values to drop by 50% or 30% or, you know, whatever it might be? Uh, people can be, and maybe they're a buyer, they're, they're going to wonder, you know, will, there, will the lending institutions be in business? Will there be an opportunity for, you know, for loans and that sort of thing? But uh, uh, for someone who owns a house, a real estate review is a great way to do it. Uh, and it, uh, it provides information. And uh, we think in a time when people are fearful, they're nervous. Clarity is the antidote to fear. And we can create some clarity for people about their house, about their neighborhood, about their community, their, their, their city, uh, their province. Uh, there's uh, lots of ways we can create clarity and information is a great way to do that. So real estate reviews have been the typical the way we suggested that, but we have a little twist on that uh, because things have changed so dramatically in the last you know, 30 days or so it doesn't really make sense to say, well, here's what's been happening in your neighborhood or with your home for the last 12 months. Uh, that's the potentially misleading information. We're suggesting that realtors uh, for, the, for the present time uh, get knowledgeable about this. How many transactions occurred in the market in the last five days? How many properties went under contract in the last seven days? How many transactions were canceled or put on hold in the last week or week and a half? And we're, we're narrowing this down to the present moment. And so now, instead of a real estate review being everything that happened in your neighborhood in the last 12 months, the real estate review is everything that's happened in your neighborhood in the last 10 days or the last two weeks, whatever the time frame is that's most appropriate. And let's help people understand there is still a market and uh, that the value of their home is what it is. And we can help them with that. But we're going to give them information that's absolutely current, uh, not, you know, not what we have traditionally done before. Great. Now, now Don, tell me, would you, um, so even my comment about the transaction was almost joking because it's, it's like it's that the the interview that we did or the questions that we asked those first three questions are so good that I already feel like um, you have my best interests at heart. Um, and I don't know if you would need any more than that to just reach out and make a great connection with somebody. Um, but let's, let's switch gears now. And, and would you be looking to uh, tell me your approach to the real estate reviews at this time. And let's take it from, you know, hopefully this person has been doing it consistently. You know, you've done a couple, you're, maybe you're doing it annually. So now's the time to reach out. You have a bit more time. So maybe you can do even, and you're, we're not doing them face to face. We're doing them over video now or having some conversations. So get used to that. But, um, would you be reaching out randomly? Tell us about that conversation about like um, how you either transition that phone call into a real estate review or do you reach out specifically for the real estate review? Um, tell me about that. Okay, a couple of thoughts on that, uh, Lindsay. Uh, number one, in most cases, if we ask those four questions up front, and obviously we have a relationship with these people, they yeah. know realtors. What are they going to ask us? Yeah, how's the market? Absolutely. So in most cases, our suggestion is 
The real estate review conversation is a result of the other person asking the question, not us transitioning into real estate. Uh, and if it doesn't come up, that's fine. Uh, we can, you know, we can, you know, it'll, it'll come up at some a later time. Yeah. But in most cases, they'll ask us, how's the market? Because they're nervous or they've been, walk, they've been taking walks in their neighborhood because that's about all they can do in most cases. And they're seeing maybe uh, some for sale signs in the neighborhood or maybe they're not seeing any signs and they're kind of wondering, geez, I wonder what's happening here. Mm -hmm. We can be the ones that can help them to, uh, to uh, answer that question. So uh, that's number one. Uh, it'll come up from them. But another idea with these real estate reviews is anybody that we've had the potential for transactions with, maybe the transaction's on hold, or uh, maybe it's somebody who's been on your hot list, a buyer or potential listing, and they're wanting to wait for a, a little while. Uh, people who've traditionally been on a warm list, which are people who have change going on in their lives, and uh, it's only a matter of time before that real estate transaction occurs. Uh, we think you can put some extra focus with these real estate reviews uh, on these people who have put their transaction on hold just to keep them informed about what's, uh, what's going on in the neighborhood and, and what's going on in the market. And, you know, uh, we talked about this so many times, Lindsay, but this idea that it's change that drives most real estate transactions. So yes. we're still continuing to have babies and people are getting new jobs and people are uh, getting married or uh, somebody passes away, you know, in the family and, they, and there's an estate that a house needs to be sold. And so uh, in, in spite of um, the uh, massive changes that we're dealing with in this health crisis, uh, change continues on for people. And for some of those people, uh, that change will um, result in a real estate transaction, regardless of the economic conditions that are going on. Amazing. Yeah. And we're, and we're seeing that where we're at, you know, our, our sales in the first week were down uh, about 50%. Um, I expect it to go the first week of April. I expect it to go down um, a little bit more coming the second week. Our numbers will be available tomorrow at the end of the day for that. Um, but there's, there's still stuff happening. And, and, one of the things that I've even seen, Don, is when I'm talking to my sphere of influence and different people and connecting, is you know they ask me how's things going with you, how's the business these days, and something that's fascinating is when I say, well, you know, we're changing the way we do it, and he's like, oh my gosh, people are still buying and selling homes. Some people think real estate is closed, so right. even that conversation alone that real estate is open sort of uh, you know plants a bit of a seed in someone's mind about this is still a potential. Maybe I don't have to wait on my uh, life change as long as I thought I did. Um, so I think it's great. You know, Lindsay, uh, you said something that, 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 uh, that made me think about, you know, one other comment and, and that is when, when we ask people about their work situation, in many cases, they'll want to be reciprocal and ask us about what's going on with ours. So uh, a great way to end up in a real estate conversation is to ask them, well, how are things at work? Or, you know, what, what's the potential? Are you guys going to continue to work through this? Are you working at home? Uh, tell me about your, your, uh, your situation. And it really gives us an opportunity to be empathetic for those people that are furloughed or laid off or have some kind of interruption in their job. But then uh, it almost always ends up working its way back around to real estate uh, with yeah. those yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just um, as a um, 
uh, sort of a matter of semantics here. So that phone call, we, you know, we, we keep our phone, phone calls relatively short. I find that even today, the calls might be a bit longer. So people have a bit more time on their hands. That two to three minutes might be extended a little bit. Uh, for the real estate review, would you try to book one more call? Say, hey, let me pull a few things and let me get back to you on that. Or I always keep some information handy. Let's, uh, let's talk about it. Would you try to set up a separate 15 minute call or how would you approach that with a client? Yeah, we think the, uh, in most cases, the best scenario is we're reaching out to people with the idea of checking in with them. How are you doing? You know, how are you feeling? How's the family? How's everything going? And if it turns into uh, a, a conversation about real estate, then we just use that as an, as an opportunity to invite them to join us for a phone call the next day or the day after. Uh, for the yeah, you know, so, oh, I just so happened to have her right here. I'm glad, glad you asked. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, we, we like the idea that it's a separate call. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Um, it's more, and plus you can do your homework. You don't need to try to prep before each call thinking that you need to have the data available um, before that. Don, this is, this is just fantastic. Um, I absolutely, uh, you know, any, any, well, any, any more further thoughts? I want to put, I want to put, put spot on the spot for one thing and maybe, maybe you said it answered another way, but you said there were the three questions that you ask, uh, you know, how are you feeling? What are you doing for fun? And then the dreams question about what it was the first thing you do after this. What was the fourth question you alluded to? Really the fourth one uh, is not unique to this situation. It's, uh, Hey, get me up to date on how things are going at work. Okay. So then that, and that was in transition. Of uh, it's, so it could be a little bit touchy, but, I, but I think it shows care and concern. Oh, when yeah. we ask about their job and, uh, we, we want to, you know, be able to empathize and, and help them any way we can. So, uh, so that's the fourth one. Uh, you know, Lindsay, I think the, maybe the key in this whole situation is authenticity uh, and that the difference between trusted advisors and salespeople is trusted advisors focus on quality relationships and salespeople are just interested in sort of making the sale and then moving on. And uh, th this is a fantastic time where we can teach people that we are not in fact salespeople, that we're their trusted advisors. And then they don't have to be nervous when we call in the future because they know that we have their best interests at heart. And uh, how about this? Uh, how about a situation where uh, if, it's the, if, if putting a transaction on hold is the right thing to do right now for that particular buyer, that particular listing, and we say, you know what? We wanna do the right thing for you what kind of message does that send, you know, to those oh. people? It sends a message that it's all about them. And that really is what the ninja philosophy is all about. It's so true. It's so true. And that is, um, you know, it's the right thing to do. And I firmly believe I've, I've written this in my course, you know, uh, is someone more likely or less likely to refer you when they believe you have your best interest at heart. And that is just, um, sometimes that comes with, where you have to make some short-term sacrifices, you know, you, you, a deal might wait a little bit and these deals are still going to happen. I mean, these people can only wait on these life changes. I don't think it's not going to happen. It's just the timelines might not be what you originally thought, but um, wow, that is just transformational. Even if I, I mean, I've had it where you're talking to people and you just say, you know, have you thought about just renting this place rather than getting rid of it and starting your investment portfolio? And they're like, but how, how do you get paid then? You say, well, I don't, <laughs> but you know, it's, but this might be the best thing for you. And, and just asking that question, 95% of people won't or 90% of people won't, but gosh, like it's, it's a fantastic question to ask, especially if you're genuine about it. 
Absolutely, Lindsay. The other, the other thing I think we got to keep in mind is we have such a cool opportunity here as realtors uh, to make 12 months of income in eight and a half months. Uh, no, no reason for panic, no reason to push people. Uh, yeah. Let's do the right thing and uh, it, it'll come back to us. It'll be fantastic. Uh, Don, you know, the, your, your knowledge and, and the, and you really love is that the message, and we talked about this where it's just it's so good for each market. It's so consistent. It's so immutable. It just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't change. And it's so adaptable and there's tweaks, there's tweaks. You got to think about a little bit. I imagine you guys even have a bit of brainstorming about like, okay, how does Ninja applies here? And I think debriefing and adapting to markets is, and the situations is, is the gift, right? And um, man, like I think anybody can thrive in a, you know, we call it the thunderclap market, right? Anybody can thrive in that, but it takes a keen sense of, you know, to, to see the, the subtle. And, and I think this is part of it. So Don, thank you so much again for giving your time and uh, great to see that you're, you're at home practicing the, the, the physical isolation, not the social isolation. Right. So, yeah. Always great to see you guys. Uh, best wishes. Um, we, uh, Want everybody to stay healthy, stay safe, and stay active. Let's uh, let's make those calls and build those relationships. Always great to visit with you. Awesome, thanks, Don. Talk to you soon. Take care now.